Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. Whenever God's Word is preached to us, God extends opportunities to us. Opportunities to receive what's being preached to us. God extends to us opportunities that can either be accepted or rejected based upon our response to that word. If we respond properly, the opportunities presented will become realities realized. And if we don't respond properly, the opportunities presented will never be realized by us. God's word will never do for us what it could have done for us. That's why it's so important, saints of God, that we respond properly to God's word so that the opportunities that God extends to us can be accepted and become realities realized by us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. By God, in the presence of the Lord, there's greatness. Praise God. I get so excited, praise God, when I see the saints of God. We're standing up with their hands uplifted, not doing what it is that they see to do or not doing what it is that they've heard to do or not even do what they were church to do, but doing what their heart is saying to do on the inside. The spirit of God is on the inside saying, yeah, this is what you ought to do. You ought to lift up your hands and give me praise. You ought to lift up your hands and give me glory. He urges you and and, and, and tries to egg you on and say, yeah, yeah, lift them up higher. Open up your mouth. Might even might even start reminding you of what it is that he did for you. You remember when I brought you out of this and remember when I brought you out of that. And remember when I told you this and I told you that. Remember when everybody else rejected you and I accepted you. Remember when everybody else put you out, but I drew you near. Remember when you didn't have enough money, but I provided your every need. Remember when they told you you were sick, but I told them you was well. Remember, do you remember? Oh, it'll light you up. It'll find you back up. <laughs> my God, my God, he'll start sharing with you the things that he brought you through. My God, my God. Hey, man, but the rest of you that don't know what I'm talking about, that's all right. Just stick around. Just keep hanging around. Praise God. Chris, pretty soon you'll understand in Jesus' name. And I'm telling you, and then I'll know because you too will lift up your hand. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's so good to see each and every one of you in the house of God today. Praise God. It's so good to see you out. Amen. So that you can be able to have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to share with you. I guarantee you it's going to be a blessing unto you. I guarantee you that he's going to share with you something today that's going to bring you through as well as show you his way. I guarantee you he's going to be able to articulate his love for you as well as articulate what it is that he wants you to do so that you can be able to step into the fullness. I mean the fullness of the magnitude of the things that he has in store for you. And that's what we're going to do in Jesus name. Of course, we're continuing the teaching that we started just a little while back. And that is our response to the word, our response to the word. Excellent and awesome teaching. I don't know whether you know it or not. Praise God, because it's important for us to understand how to respond to the word of God. 
Because regardless of the amount of word that you hear, regardless of how many scriptures that a man or a woman of God can bring near, no matter whether we can quote the Bible from cover to cover and share with you in, in awesome and splendor how God is a lover, it is irrelevant if you don't respond correctly to the word of God. We can put before you great things. We can share before share you awesome things that he told us to tell you. But if you don't respond correctly to the word of God, it'll be just as if we never said anything. Instead of the awesome, life-changing uh, inspiring word of God being presented unto you, it'll be just like somebody said a nursery rhyme unto you. Instead of telling you that God provides, God delivers, that God saves, that God heals, that God provides, that God gives wisdom and knowledge, instead of telling you all that, it'll be just like we said, hickory dickory dock and told you how the mouse ran up the clock. Praise God. Might even be entertaining to you, but it can't do nothing for you until you respond correctly to the word of God. Therein the importance of this teaching of responding correctly to the word of God, because we are the children of God. We are the heirs of God. We are the people who were called out to show forth his glory. We are a chosen generation, a holy nation. Blessed be his name, a peculiar people who are called out to show forth the greatness and the power of God. We are the children of God. Yes, we are. We are the representatives of the living God. We are the ambassadors of God. We are all of who it is that God has called us to be. We are the people that were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are the people who got a chance to walk in the greatness of God both day and night. We are the people that God has called us to be in every area and every facet of our lives. Oh, yes, we are. But at the exact same time, even though we're all of that, we'll get a chance to experience none of that if we don't respond to the word the way it's supposed to. That's why it's so important to make sure that you get this teaching. So it's so important to be able to make sure you're responding correctly. Because I know, I know a lot of people have been in church a long time. They say, Pastor, I've even been in church longer than you. I've been in the way for quite a way, quite a long while. Well, at the same time, that's all cute and everything. But those pews probably been in there longer than you and they ain't saved. Praise God. They ain't living all that. Are you listening to me? So the question is, is whether or not we respond correctly to the word of God. And so we can use the word of God and use this teaching as a measuring rod to be able to determine whether or not we're lining up and sizing up the way we're supposed to. And if not, make the necessary adjustments so that we can so that we can step into the fullness of the things that God has in store for us in Jesus name. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10. If you haven't already done so, we're going to begin start reading verse 35. We're going to look at our foundational text. And the Lord's going to share with you some awesome things today. By the way, if I haven't said it already, I'm saying it now. Have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say unto you today. You're going to be blessed in Jesus' name. Hebrews chapter 10. Let's start reading at verse 35. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. And it does too. Your confidence has great recompense of reward. Now that's if your confidence is in God. That's if your trust and your reliance is in God, because that's the context that he's talking about. That's what the therefore is for. If you go back and read the scriptures before, you'll find out what is there for. And that's that you understand that Jesus Christ is far supreme than any other else and any other thing. Are you listening to me? That you understand that Jesus Christ is far superior. I'm talking about far superior. No comparison whatsoever. He's more. He's, he's far supreme to, than the angels that are in the sky. He's far supreme than Moses and Noah, Noah, Moses and Noah and any other prophet that he brought, you know, before you and I. He's far supreme than every other thing. Praise God. And he's an awesome individual. Praise God. 
And as a result of what it is that he has done for us to be able to set us free from all the dead works that we were operating in before, to be able to step into the living life of God that he shared with us, then we should understand that as a result of all that it is that he did, then we should cast not away, therefore, our confidence. Why? Because it has great recompense of reward. It's going to pay you. It's going to come through for you. It's going to cause benefit to be able to manifest into the midst of your life. And that benefit is that you will get what it is that he has said to you. That benefit is that you will get what it is that he has promised you because God has made many promises in the midst of the scripture. On our side, it looks like a promise. On his side, it's a prophecy. On our side, it's a promise. On his side, it's a foretelling of what it is he's going to do because God declares the end from the beginning. He tells you ahead of time exactly what it is he's going to do. But he says, you receive it as a promise, but I'm declaring it as a prophecy. And anything that I say, no word of mine is void of power, but it's going to accomplish everything that it is he said he's going to do. That's why we need to have confidence and confidence in what he said too. praise God. He said in one of the reasons why is in verse 36, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, that ye might receive the promise. Everybody say might. might. Yeah, he said might right there. You mean after doing what God tell me to do, it's still not guaranteed that I'll get it. Yep, it's still not guaranteed. Why is it not guaranteed? Because you still got to hold on to your confidence. You still can't cast away your confidence because there's more believers that you can shake a stick at that did what God told them to do, but did not continue to believe that he was going to come through. Why? Because it didn't come within the time context that they thought it should come. It didn't come in the way that they thought it should come. It didn't come on the day that they thought it should come. And because of that, they cast away their confidence, just hurled it away, just threw it away. And as a result of that, didn't receive what God had to say. And then start speaking out of their mouth for self fulfilling prophecy that said, well, I guess it ain't going to happen for me. Well, I guess God ain't going to come through for me. Well, you're absolutely right. But the reason why is because you cast away your confidence and begin to start lining up with what the devil is saying rather than what God is saying. But we know that we have need of confidence that after we have done the will of God, then we will receive the promise. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. (laughs) Because we know for yet a little while and he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. God has already made a decision to come through for you. God has already made a decision what he's going to do. We're not changing him with the prayers that we pray. We just coming in line with him each and every day. We are. He already said what he's going to do. He put it in his book to be IBLE so that you can take a look so that you can understand exactly what it is. He said, I'll do for you. And he already said, I'll provide your needs according to my riches and glory. He already said that I'll heal your body. But he don't heal everybody. He heal everybody that believe. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's what his word said. Praise God. Now, either you lying or he lying. I, I put my money on you, really. Praise God. Because God's telling the truth. Are you listening to me? He does what he said he'll do. We'll move on. He said here, it gets good right here. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. Now, as a result of understanding all that. Now, as a result of having all that locked in our head. Now, the just shall live by faith. That's us. We're the just. That word justice justified, which means to be declared righteous. And God has declared each and every one of us who have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He has declared us righteous. He has said that you're not guilty. Praise God. Because, the, you know, long story, praise God. But, the, uh, but to make it short, Jesus died for you and me. Paid the price for the sins that we actually did do and are still doing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But he died for each and every one of us because his blood covers our sin. Why is that? Because First John 2 says he is our propitiation. $50 word for the word substitute. He substituted for us. 
If I was about to hit somebody in the jaw, but then somebody else decided that they was going to substitute for that person, well, they jaw is mine. Are you listening to me? Blessed be because I'm going to hit them because they substituted for the person that I was going to hit. Well, because of that judgment was going to come down because of the fact that man had separated himself from God as a result of sin. But yet the judgment was answered by way of the shed blood of Jesus Christ because the price was paid on him so that it doesn't have to be paid on us. The one who was substituted for walks away with a jaw intact and we supposed to walk away with our lives intact as a result of what it is that Jesus has already done. Are you listening to me? We're the just and we get a chance to live by faith. Notice my terminology. We get the chance to live by faith. God has offered us a privilege to live by faith, not a punishment to live by faith. He's offered us a privilege to live by faith. He set us free to be able to live by faith. We're the only entities on the face of the earth that can live by faith. The heathen can't live by faith. The Hindu can't live by faith. The Jehovah Witness don't live by faith. The Buddhists don't live by faith. They live by what booty, I mean Buddha said. Are you listening to me? They, we the only ones live by faith, by trusting God, by knowing that he's good, by knowing his word is true and he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And because of that, we can trust him the way the Bible says trust him, which is absolute trust, absolute confidence, absolute reliance and absolute assurance that God's going to do what it is he said he's going to do. That's why we can stay in patience knowing that God's going to come through. That's why after doing the promise, we can know that God's going to come through and we can be able to stand rest assured that God's going to come through. Why? Because he said that's what he would do. And we know that he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He is God almighty who does not lie, cannot lie, will not lie, and will make sure that nothing that he said ever become a lie. Are you listening to me? God is true and he's going to come through. He said, but if any man draw back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Good God almighty. The Lord was very definitive there. He let us know that if you draw back away from what it is that I say, I got no pleasure in that. We're going to learn a little bit more detail about that today. But one thing we know is that we draw back. We ought not draw back. We live by faith. And when you live by faith, you continue to move forward into what God hasn't said to you. You continue to move forward into what it is that he has promised you. You continue to have an expectation of manifestation as a result of what it is that God has to say to you, regardless to what the situation and circumstance has to say, regardless to what your husband or wife got to say, regardless to whether or not your children are walking holy or they acting like they crazy. Are you listening to me? You still stand fast on what God has to say because God is going to do everything that he said. We're the just and we live by faith. We're the children of God and we believe what our father says. We are the ambassador of God and we believe what the high person in our government has to say. And the government is upon the Lord's shoulders. And because it's upon the Lord's shoulders, if he said he's going to come through, he's going to come through. If he said he's going to do what he do, he's going to do what he do. And he's going to do it and he's going to come through. He's going to come through both for me and you because we are the just. We are the righteous. We are the ones that are in right standing with God. And as a result of that, we get the privilege to live by faith. It's not a punishment to do what God said to do, because if you hold fast to your confidence, he's going to come through for you. He don't come through for them like he come through for us. He don't do for them like he do for us. They just his people. We his children. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Verse 39 says, but we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. I know you ought to say amen on that one. Praise God, because you are not of them that draw back unto perdition. Not only are we not them that draw back, but we're not them that draw back under perdition, especially after we found out what we draw back unto. Because if you pull back away from what God has to say, you say, I don't know.
know about that. I ain't sure about that preacher. I don't know. You don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand what I heard. You don't understand. Well, I tell you, it might be a lot of things I don't understand, but I tell you one thing I do understand. You just drew back. You drew back under perdition that you ain't living by faith because you're allowing circumstances and situations to dictate to you what you're going to do. It puts a parameter around you that was not given to you by God. VBBS three knows that we've got divine dimensions that when God breathed into us the breath of life, he gave us divine dimensions that the breadth, the depth, the length and the height of a man is now determined by the word of God and no longer determined by the world in which he's living in. It's not determined by his past in which does not last because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away and all things become new and all things are of God and God's got divine dimensions and anybody that's silly enough to listen to him is going to walk in divine dimensions too. I got anybody in here silly enough to do what do, do do that thing for you praise god we don't walk by natural limitations we don't walk by you know hurtful sensations we don't walk by none of that now hurts are real natural things are real but we got a reality that's greater than that reality you're gonna learn about that today in jesus name the just shall live by faith but we are not of them that draw back unto perdition but of them that believe watch this now to the saving of the soul that believe to the saving of the souls. Now we start off believing, trusting God, relying on God, having confidence in God, being assured that he's going to come through. But we know the devil is a low down dog. Yes, we do. We know that the devil is a punk. Excuse me if I you know, insult your friend, the devil, but he's a punk and I don't like him. He's a low down dog that will attack children, attack women, attack, attack men. Come on now. He hit below the belt. Yeah, he does. Come on. Most of us have been hit below the belt. Sometimes they throw combinations below the belt. Are you listening to me? Low down chump. I don't even like it. Praise God. Amen. I felt a little sink right there. Praise God. See, when you tapped into the spirit, you can feel folk ride the roller coaster with you while you're talking. Blessed be. And some of y'all just went down right there like, oh, Lord, he is such an improper preacher. No, I'm a, I, I, I'm a preacher like Jesus. Because that's the way Jesus preached. Bless God. You've been hanging out with so many weak preachers for so long, you can't tell a real one when you run into one. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We said, we believe to the saving of the souls. We can start off in faith, but stuff can happen. We can start off in faith, but disappointing things can occur. Discouraging things can occur. But if we continue to believe, we'll believe to the saving of the soul. Because when those discouraging things come along, it attacks your soul. It attacks your way of thinking. Come on now. It flat out attacks it. It besieges it. It surrounds about and won't let nothing good in. And it just continues to wear you out. It will attack it. I mean, assault your soul, telling you what's not going to happen, telling you how it's not going to come through and flat out telling you it's not going to come through for you. It will assault your soul to the point that the strongest believers, the longest believers will turn around and hesitate, even procrastinate in moving forward into the things that has in store for them. They'll forget all about how good God is. They'll forget all about how great God is. They'll forget about how God came through for them before and how this is just another open door. They'll forget all about that and they'll get so locked up in what it is that's going on around them that they'll stop moving forward into the awesome things that God has in store for them, slow up, stand still, sit down, and eventually never move forward into the things that God answer them, but to them, they hold fast to their confidence and don't let go. The ones that continue to hold on to the word of God and don't let go. The ones that continue to lock in with it and believe it, regardless of what's going on around with them, it will save your soul. That word save right there is the word deliver. 
God wants to deliver your soul. He wants to snatch it out of all that foolishness. Snatch it out of the fact that you're being surrounded about with information and stuff that's going on that's telling you it won't get it. And it will save it. It will deliver it in such a way as it'll no longer be affected by that stuff that's trying to infect your thinking. It'll no longer be affected by that stuff that's trying to infect your thinking to the point that your soul has been delivered. It's been snatched away, caught away. Praise God. Amen. And some of us, it's time for deliverance because our souls are besieged. Our souls are under attack. We don't believe that it can work. We don't believe that what we started could work. We don't believe that he that has begun a good thing and a good thing in us will be faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Come on now. Some of us don't believe that our money can be right. Some of us don't believe our marriages can be right. Some of us don't believe that our future is going to be about nothing. I'm just going to be another squirrel trying to get a nut. No, you ain't going to be another squirrel trying to get a nut. Praise God. You're going to be moving forward into the things of God. You ain't no squirrel. Praise God. You're a man or woman of God. Just getting ready to move forward into the fullness of what God has in store for you. But if you hold fast to what God said, he will deliver you. He'll save your souls. He'll get rid of all the confusion and the clutter. He'll get rid of all this other stuff that makes you melt like butter. He'll get rid of all that mess so that you can be able to step off into this area called bless. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, sometimes when we get all this good word and live these lives that we're living and sometimes we lose perspective on what's really going on. We lose perspective. Perspective, of course, is the proper proportions and the proper placement of things. We begin to start losing perspective of things. Sometimes we lose perspective of what the father wants to happen in the midst of our lives and what all this is really all about. As we living out all this stuff, especially when your mind is besieged, when it's being attacked, you forget what it's all about teaching real good right here. Folk who have already been provided for from God by God run into a little situation and then they start beginning to start believing that God can't come through in this situation. Woe is me. Nobody knows the troubles I feel but Jesus. Well, that's a good person to know it because he can save your soul. He can deliver you from this foolishness and get things back in a proper perspective for you. Sometimes we start off in marriage, twinkling of eyes, looking at one another like we love one another and can't, can't, can't wait to be around one another. Get dropped off at the house and three minutes later calling each other up, talking about what you doing, what you doing. But then a little stuff happened. And you forget all about it. Begin to start thinking this can't work. The devil is a liar. God wants to bring things back in a proper perspective to you so that he can be able to come through and do what it is he said he could do. Sometimes we run into some little difficulties in families. Sometimes a little stuff happen. Sometimes some big stuff happen. Sometimes kids lose their mind. Hey Amen. You, you must not have been a parent for long because I ain't got too many amens up in here. Or, or, or they sitting real close to you and you don't want to say nothing. You might as well say amen. It's true anyway. Sometimes kids can lose their freaking mind. Act, ain't, ain't raise, ain't, act like you ain't raise them right. Start acting like wolves. Come on up in here. Dogs. Come on up in here. Try and lift up their leg on anything they can find. Come on up in here. Acting all wolfish, trying to, trying to protect territory that you don't even own. It's my hood. You don't own nothing in the hood. I'm going to mark this wall. The wall ain't yours. I'm teaching real good right now. Act like they ain't got no sense. Raise up a daughter to, 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 to be a, a wonderful young woman of God, and you look up and she go, she, 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 she move out of state with somebody with a ring in their nose, their eye, their ear, and their belly. You just standing there with your mouth open like, my Jesus, <laughs> the world is going on here. Come on now. 
But it's good for God to be able to put things back in perspective for us. Let me take a little second before we move on in this teaching to be able to make sure this perspective is seen clearly. Because a lot of times we forget what this thing is really all about in our little Christianity. It's a little life that we live. We start thinking it's all about coming to church. Coming to church, praise God. But at the same time, that ain't what it's about. It's about being the church. Are you listening to me? It's about being that people. That word church is a word ecclesio, uh, ecclesia. It depends on which Bible school you went to, whether it was a real good one or one from the hood. Praise God. <laughs> we all boil down to the same thing. It's the called out ones. And that's that God has called us out of something to get us into something. He called us out of a life of foolishness to get us into a life of blessings. And he wants to get each and every one of us there. Let's, let's, let's start with the primary perspective. God loves you. That's the most important thing to ever know. It's that God loves you. Before you can concern yourself with everything else about what he said he'll do and whether he can come through, just know God loves you. Start right there. That's what happens in a family is that the children grow up knowing that they're loved. They're loved by a mother. They're loved by a father. They're held in arms. They're just, you know, and that contact continuously reminds them that they love them. It's just society as you move up, move, continue to grow older that you begin to separate from the person and begin to start separating from the love and thinking that they don't love you like they think they do. But God loves you. Understand that, saints. God loves you. God loves you with an everlasting love. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope it's inspiring you to respond to God's Word in the right way. God tells us in His Word, which is absolutely true, all the wonderful things that He wants to do for me and you. That will only happen when we respond properly to the Word God shares with me and you. So let's do what God wants us to do. That is, respond properly to the word that he shares with me and you so that he can do in our lives everything that he promised in his word that he'll do for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.